Hello and welcome to season two of the That's Farming podcast with me, John Connell. We've had a great first season and are looking forward to bringing you lots more farming stories from Ireland and around the world. We have a few new additions to this season with some field reporting as well as our usual interviews and panel discussions. As always, you can reach us on radio at thatsfarming.com or on our Facebook and Twitter pages at That's Farming. Without further ado, here's the show. Gary Ryan, Chief Executive from the FTMTA, joins me on the line this morning ahead of the very first FTMTA farm machinery trade auction later today. Gary, welcome to the programme. It's the first kind of auction of its kind in Ireland. Uh, how did you come up with the idea and, I suppose, how long has it been in the works? Good morning, John. Um, I suppose, look, it's, as you say, it's the first auction of its kind in Ireland, the, the first kind of trade auction. It's something that we would have thought about on and, over, on and off over the years, but I suppose it got a lot of impetus this year. We really, I suppose, kicked the idea off back around May or June. It has grown legs. The purpose of this, as you know, we're the trade association representing machinery dealers, manufacturers, and distributors. It's to provide an outlet for, for member stock. We're heading in, obviously, to the back end of the year. You could say to an extent some of the selling season is done. And this is stock that is sitting in members' yards. Some of this, as you'll see online, there's some very fresh stock here, um, but it, it represents a cost on the balance sheet. It's a drain on the balance sheet, and you need money to buy new stuff, to sell new stuff. So we felt, as a service to our members, it gave them another outlet for, for, for disposing of some of this stock. There hasn't really been a national outlet of this type for, for disposal of machinery stock in Ireland before. As the trade association represented the trade, we were probably the best position to do it. And I think the changing nature of, of machinery purchasing has just maybe has triggered in our members the realisation that, yes, there is a need for this. Auctions are nothing new to our members. Look, plenty of them would be, would be at, at auctions overseas buying stock, but we need an auction similar to those overseas auctions here in this market. Yeah. And Gary, I, I suppose, how long did it take to, to pull all this together to get all the um, machinery? And then my second question, how much kit is going to be there? We've been, we've been on site now for, I suppose, a week and a half, um, uh, I suppose two, slightly more, nearly two weeks, uh, putting together the stock. We would have been working with our members, I suppose, all through the summer months in terms of putting together lots for this. We have, um, as of now, there's about 300 whole good lots on site and maybe another 100 lots of parts and accessory. Within the, within the 300 whole goods, you're talking about maybe 30 tractors, some of them fairly fresh tractors, all the way down to what we might call the more uh, vintage project. Mm-hmm. Uh, forage harvesters, silage harvesters, teleporters, trailers, uh, very, some very high-quality grass equipment, rakes, tethers, mowers, a selection, a good selection of balers, trailers, plenty of tillage equipment. Uh, there's certainly they look all the way down to even a, a little um, a little uh, JCB groundhog kind of a, a gatory type vehicle. There's um, right, so there's a bit of construction stuff in there. Yeah, too, a bit of construction it? stuff there. I mean, look, I suppose there isn't a huge amount of second-hand construction stuff left in the country after the the, the troubles of mm, recent years. Yes. We have a nice number of um, of plant trailers, little. Um, I suppose low loaders and plant trailers, couple of dump trailers on their on their way. Very last minute entry, but they'll be they'll be here and ready to sell by eleven o'clock. Um, and you know there is there's something there for everyone. I suppose there's the there are some 
you know what are going to be very high priced items I would imagine that just because of their, their the nature of the machines the quality of the machines yes. right down to there's plenty of stuff there that will probably be bought at a thousand euro you know well, I mean, I've been looking at some of the stuff online and I know uh, our Kevin uh, was down with you on Friday looking, uh, doing a whole Snapchat and some of the gear is just uh, fabulous. Like, those tractors are, uh, I mean... Oh, there are, some very, there are some very well-presented tractors there. But it's, it's you know, we're, we're, we're in a challenging time in the business. Look, tractor sales overall were back about 8% this year. Um, the... Finance in in terms of in terms of selling second hand stuff, finance maybe has just made it a bit trickier through the the changing nature of finance has made it a bit tricky through the dealer channel, and people I think are coming to the realization we we as an industry maybe had a, had a tendency to accumulate stock and think well I'm not selling it until I get what it's worth. Yeah. In an auction, it's the fairest pricing mechanism in the world. You will get what it's worth, um, and this obviously is an unreserved auction, which makes it very attractive for the buyer. Everything that's here has been sent here to sell and will be sold. Um, and so it's it's it for our leaders that was a that maybe was a little bit of a, a cultural adjustment that they had to come to. But there is ultimately no fairer pricing mechanism than an auction. The, the thing is worth what it gets on the day. Yeah, and uh, and it's a little bit like uh, when you bring your cow to the mart. Uh, she's they're all going to go on the market on the day. I presume. Yeah, these are, these are selling from the time they come into the ring. Like there's we're we're not waiting. We're not waiting to hit a reserve. Mm. They're on the market. And and uh, and Gary, um, how many people are you expecting to come down? I know the last two days you've had your previews, and yeah, uh, our, our viewing days have been have been very successful. I suppose look, the, the first day here was Thursday. It was kind of a very fairly mixed weather day around here. Friday has been a good day. We saw good numbers on Friday. We saw good numbers on Thursday as well. Surprisingly good numbers. We're we're going to kick off viewing here very shortly, about half eight. First selling is starting at eleven o'clock. I think there's going to be a big number, far a far bigger number, John, than I originally expected, which would probably have been maybe I was saying God would be a thousand people here. There's going to be two and a half, three thousand people here. We have a lot yes. of interest from abroad. We've got a hundred foreign buyers registered um, online at this stage. Really? Plus, then you will have obviously the guys who will show up and register here on the day, and, and that facility is open right up to eleven o'clock. And there, and Gary, where where are these uh, foreign buyers coming from? Is it the UK or further afield? There are UK buyers, um, you know. It, was, it sounds a bit ironic, given all we hear about machinery coming from the UK. But yeah. look, there are certain there are certain items of tillage equipment here that you would say there is value there for, for a buyer from any country. UK guys, um, the Dutch traders would be a you know a big feature maybe of this kind of business, mm. and far further afield, you know, Eastern Europe. The Polish man has always been a good buyer of secondhand stuff in Ireland, and and further afield again, like there there's stuff here that I would say. Is, is is going to see its next outing in a field in Africa or in wow. you know Thailand and, and countries like this. What? There, there, as we've got into this, I've realised like there's there's machines here that were designed to do a particular job. We'll say a baler. We all know what it was designed yeah. to do. Some of these balers are going to sit in in countries where they will never again see grass and they will bale cotton and they will not move in a field. They never they'll be they will be they'll be stationary and and cotton will be brought to them and, and they bale cotton in that in that fashion and. Obviously they don't go to buy a new baler to do that right that's uh, that's fascinating I mean uh, you're, you're uh, if there, there's no other man in the country that could get get uh, <laughs> to get buyers from uh, from uh, Firefield as Africa to come for uh, look we've been lucky show. Dan we've worked I suppose with it. We, we, we picked our partner well we think Paul Cook Auctions here based near us here in Nace mm. um, 
they're a relatively new company, but they've plenty. The 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 main men have plenty of experience in the machinery business. They've been building up quite a good reputation. They have those customers, and you know, you use the analogy of the mart, and like that's my own background. My father was a mart manager for many decades. That's right. It's getting stuff to sell is absolutely you need stock to sell, but getting buyers is what it's all about because we we you know you. you the market there's two sides to a market there's the, the supply and the demand I suppose we felt we were able to bring the machinery to our members we were best positioned to do that but we needed somebody who could put the buyers in the, in, in the, in the venue as well and mm. punch them well look the the auction is on today it's at the Punchettstown event centre it's the farm track machinery uh, far, uh, machinery trade auction uh, doors are open from uh, doors will be open from half eight, half uh, eight for viewing and as I say we'll start selling at 11 o'clock start uh, selling at 11 be two, two rings at 11 o'clock we'll start selling our implements in a stationary ring and at half eleven, we'll open up what will be a first in Ireland, a drive-through uh, machinery auction of tractors and self-propelled. And for a number of hours in the middle of the day, those auctions will run, or those two rings will run in tandem. With right. Each other. Look, we 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 uh, we we've covered it here uh, the last few days. The Snapchat uh, flew. Everybody was so excited about it. Uh, I'd say it seems to be great interest, and in it. it is something new in Ireland. And um, mm-hmm. the Irishman has been a great guy over the years to go to auctions abroad. As I was looking for them, the opportunity to do it here locally, and hopefully get some of those well, farm guys from here. You know, it, 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 uh, hopefully it'll, it'll form uh, a new event on the farming calendar, Gary. We, we feel that it's going to, this first, it was very important for us that this first one went well. We think it is doing that and we'll do that here today and it certainly gives us something to build on. We, we think that there's, there's a vital need. The structure of the industry is changing. There's a vital need for an outlet like, like this and we, we intend to make this a feature of the farm machinery industry in Ireland going forward. Right, Gary Ryan there, Chief Executive from the FTMTA. Uh, get down to the auction today. It's on. Uh, there's going to be deals. Uh, I, I, uh, I might even go myself. <laughs>